Ed Peters, and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Matthew chapter 23, moving on to verses 29 through 32. These verses contain the seventh and final woe pronounced by Jesus against the scribes and Pharisees. He called them hypocrites for the way in which they pretend to honor the prophets of the past by building up their tombs now that they are gone and decorating the graves of the righteous. But these same religious leaders who are pretending to honor the prophets of the past would soon force Rome to crucify the Son of God who was speaking to them. Now, here are verses 29 to 32 of Matthew chapter 23, and they read as follows. Yes, woe to you Pharisees and you religious leaders, you hypocrites, for you build monuments to the prophets killed by your fathers and lay flowers on the graves of the godly men that they destroyed and say, we certainly would never have acted as our fathers did. In saying that, you are accusing yourselves of being the sons of wicked men, and you are following in their steps, filling up the full measure of their evil.
Now, here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. At the temple in Jerusalem, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, some of the religious leaders in Israel, had questioned Jesus. Now they remained silent, not being able to match the logic of Jesus. The disciples and a crowd were there also. But Jesus addressed the leaders in a series of seven woes. I have focused on six of these in the last number of programs. Today I come to the seventh. Matthew quotes Jesus as saying, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build tombs for the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous. And you say, If we had lived in the days of our forefathers, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourselves that you are the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the sin of your forefathers. That's chapter 23 of Matthew, verses 29 to 32. According to Jesus, these leaders appeared to honor the prophets who had been martyred for their faith and for their prophetic activity in the past. They honored the righteous people who had died for their belief in and walk with the Lord. These leaders built memorials to godly men of the past. Israel was great at building memorials. They built one with stones from the Jordan when they first entered the land under Joshua, 1400 years earlier. They built many after that. There's nothing wrong with building memorials and remembering the past, especially when those memorials honor God's leading in the past. Here these leaders built structures, perhaps over the graves of godly men who had given their lives for God. They decorated the graves so as to appear that these leaders took their position with the godly men of the past. They were carrying on the work of these men. Then these leaders disavow any connection to those of their forefathers who killed the prophet, saying, If we had lived in those days of our forefathers, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. The proof of the truth of that statement that these leaders offered was the fact that they were treating the burial places with such respect and care. They would say, if we had been there, we would never have killed those godly men back then. Just look how we are decorating their graves and building memorials to their memory. True, we are the descendants of those men who did the killing, but we are now honoring the memory of those prophets, and that proves that had we been there, we would have had no part in killing them. Well, Jesus has an interesting and perceptive reply to that way of thinking. He said, So you testify against yourselves that you are the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. The fact is that there is a unity in the human race. We are guilty for the sins of our forefathers, and we usually do follow in their steps. This idea that we wouldn't have done what our forefathers did is a very naive way of reasoning. Many Christians naively think that they would not have taken part in the crucifixion of our Lord had they been living there at that time in history. Not so. 
I believe it's a travesty to blame the Jews or the Romans for the crucifixion. That's a blot on Christian history. They were no more guilty than we, since we would have done what they did. Had we been there, we would have joined with that same crowd that shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! We are basically no different than our forefathers, as Jesus said to these leaders. All of us have within us the desire to want God dead. Deicide is a sin we are all capable of. That desire was placed there by sin itself from the very beginning, when Cain killed godly Abel. That has been proved throughout biblical history, as we shall see when we come to verse 35 of this chapter. It is a fact that this world system has always tried to kill the godly among us. A great Bible scholar recently wrote that by the world system, we mean that human community that is organized around some center other than God, the creator of the world. Such a community will have no use for godly people and will make every effort to get rid of them. These leaders to whom Jesus addressed these words proved that they were one with their wicked forefathers in the fact that they were at this very moment, while they were standing there, plotting to kill him. That very plot made their words about not killing the prophets had they been there sound very hollow indeed. Jesus firmly denied their perverted thinking that they were different from their forefathers. They were fundamentally just the same. They were plotting to kill the most godly person among them, the Messiah, the Lord himself. Of course, had Jesus died only at the hands of wicked men, he would have been nothing more than a martyr who died for a cause. We must remember that God put Jesus on the cross, and that makes him a savior for all who receive his life.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.